Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm joined by Elizabeth Cott and Stephanie Simbari from the That's So Retrograde podcast to talk about mindfulness, wellness, and how it relates to your relationships with yourself and a partner. Topics include, what does all this retrograde talk really mean and what does it mean for your life? Some alternative ways to work on yourself because we're never done improving and you know I'm all about self-work. Why astrology can actually tell us a lot more than we think it does and how your gut is like your second brain and how it relates to your sexual health. All this and more. Thanks for listening. You often ask me about new ways to connect with your partner and keep things super hot. Well, I've got the solution that will add adventure to your sex life in all the right ways. The Jive from WeVibe is the perfect way to experience discreet pleasure that you can wear alone or have a partner control. It's an insertable vibe that allows you to feel pleasure wherever and whenever. And when you pair it with the WeConnect app on your phone, you can cycle through the Jive's 10 vibration patterns. Wear it on your date night or running errands. Hey, there's no rules. It's also fun to build custom vibes so you experience different sensations or hand control over to your partner and let them surprise you whether they're across the table or across the country. And because it's from WeVibe, you know this thing is packing the power. To get your jive, visit sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Have you not checked it out lately? Because it's a good freaking time. We've got a lot of things there to help you have the sex and relationships that you've dreamed of. And also, if you haven't yet, find me on SiriusXM, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 East. It repeats, which is so awesome, from 9 to 11 Pacific on Stars 109. We take your calls. We talk about sex. So check that out. That's been exciting. But not to worry. We're still doing now three podcasts a week. It used to be two. So now you're getting a bonus podcast because we love you. And as always, you can find me at Sex with Emily across the board on all social media. I am so excited to welcome my guests to the show. I'm jumping right into that. <laughs> I have, here's who they are. They are the host, creators, founders, lovers uh that they're not actually lovers but i love them that's so retrograde podcast coined the ab fab of the new age they are quite fabulous you know when you have guests coming in well you don't know this because you don't have a show but if you do and you're like psyched you're like don't need to prep don't need to think about it i know it's going to be awesome because everything they have to say is super inspiring and they're cool chicks elizabeth cott stephanie simbari Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank Hi. you. Let's give out the social first. At Elizabeth Cott. K-O-T-T. Thanks. At S. Simbari. That's S-I-M-B-A-R-I. Right. And on Twitter, you're Steph Simbari. Yeah. But I like, I have a, you know, I Love tweet hate. once a month slash Same. once every six months. Do the Instagram. And then you yeah. guys also have a That's So Retrograde. It's at, at So Retrograde. At So Retrograde. Yeah. At mm-hmm. That's So Retrograde. Not okay. That's. Take out the that. Take out the that. Just so retrograde. So retrograde. Yeah. You so can't miss it. Yeah. Because they're so awesome. 
So you're so awesome. Oh, you guys. So, awesome. so tell me what's going on. That you guys started the podcast. How long ago now? It'll. We were working on it around four years ago. This time we launched in February. It will be like four years on air. Okay. Yeah. And what was the concept? Tell me about how it all came together. Well, we kind of were um, really just obsessed with astrology and into making our lives better and smoking weed. <laughs> and we, we we set out to make this podcast that sort of positioned us as experts on astrology. And quickly we realized that we knew nothing about <laughs> astrology. And so we decided that we would just be explorers in the space. And that's really taken us very far. Yeah. So really, it's just explorers in these different modalities that like as as one of our astrologers said, fi- help people find their soul. Yeah. Okay. So it was really. Let's talk about astrology though for yeah. a minute because sure. I feel like I always read my horoscope. What are you? Sag. I'm a Gemini. Oh. Guest. See, you don't know astrology. Do you? <laughs> um, we so don't I, claim to know yeah. anything. Gemini. Like I love re- when I'm dating someone. Like my boyfriend was a Gemini, so then we had the same birthday. I thought that meant something. Like what you know. That's so anyway, and I think we all read our horoscopes, but I don't really. Is there a lot of value to it truly what you've learned yeah we all yes. learn from it uh, well um Tell me. i'll start yeah so please. um i think that it's interesting because we've all come to know astrology just as like i'm a gemini i'm a scorpio she's a taurus you're a aries aries okay you're a scorpio. hell yeah hell when's your yeah. birthday November 5th. oh hi oh. i'm the third hey okay. um, brother so um but that's just one aspect. Like if you actually get your chart read, it's an it's a gigantic circle and there's like lines and dashes and symbols and aspects and all these different energies that are at play. So basically it's like to know your whole chart is really the most empowered thing you can do because it's described as a snapshot of the moment that you were born. It's basically like the blueprint of your soul and you can learn so much about yourself through knowing all of these different ways that you're going to play with yourself in the world, with your emotions, with relationships with work like there's it can describe and give you the archetype of how you will be in all aspects of your life and you found it to be very accurate yes it's incredible and then stephanie as business partners we did work that traditionally um one of the astrologists we work with will do for couples in a romantic relationship which is a composite chart yeah and so to work through some hurdles in our business partnership we did like astrology couples counseling yeah i love it and um it's been because we when you learn how people intrinsically think and how they um see the world and how they approach conflict based on their astrological blueprint you're then able to understand and kind of predict how that person is going to be able to like work through a problem so you can in in tone like work through it easier it definitely like helps with the communication because so say she knows that I'm the kind of person that's not going to respond to a certain type of confrontation she can then approach me in a different way or right yeah it's a really interesting way to kind of have compassion towards someone else's way of being and not put your own agenda on them and then get angry at them for not being like you I think that's like a lot of what happens in relationships and you're just like that's just not going to work for them Right. So I'm just not going to do that. Okay. It's really cool. That, no, that is cool. And I got my chart done like 20 years ago. Would yeah. it still be, do I need to do it again? They say you should get your chart read once a year. Oh, because um, I have someone, actually my acupuncturist, yeah. wants to do my chart. because That's so retrograde, Emily. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? So, so he's like, and, and literally I've had a reminder on my phone for two months. It says, find your birth. I can't find my birth 
time. time. Yeah. I think in the beginning of every year, it's a cool thing for you to do because it kind of will map and track like what unique challenges you'll have that year or what will be working for you that year and what sort of like things to look for and things to look out for. It's really like, why wouldn't you want a roadmap? Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's then I'm glad that. Yeah. So then more than, so what about all the people who are like, but I read it mine and like I get these emails every day like ohm horoscope. I read it sometimes. That's fine. That's basically like one Right. One hundredth of the yeah. story. And I think that those are just a really beautiful modality in weaving consciousness into your day. Yeah. Yes. Just to to have somebody say, like, here's something to look out for. Like those just kind of like generic readings. Like there's nothing wrong with that. That really it, it adds perspective and you're able to look at situations in a much deeper level. It's they're all okay. it's all good. It's just a like an added so layer of consciousness. Got it. Okay, so different modalities. So what are the other modalities that you guys have found now after a few years doing the show? that have been like that could be helpful and relatable yeah I think the biggest thing for me this year um was feng shui which was something that I so badly wanted to learn about and I talked about it on the show and I was like this is something I'm so into and I couldn't really find like the right person to learn from and then this woman like kind of like popped out of the sky for both of us this year and we just like totally dug her approach and a lot of stuff to do with relationships and you'll find this really interesting like the right side size of bed you should have in your room for relationships so like or having mirrors in your room if you're having a problem with trust or infidelity like having a mirror in your bedroom it's like magnifying the issue and also so, like imagery of twos is better than threes having things on both sides of your I've bed heard about the, I there's want like this. so many symbolic yeah. things that sort of subconsciously infiltrate yeah. your life and like a shui. queen bed is best because you're like not too far apart you're not too close Perfect. there's enough room it's just like really interesting thank god you didn't say king yeah it right fit my room and yeah. she frames <laughs> god damn it she frames it um and what we really responded to is the fact that it can really your feng shui your space could act as a living vision board so there's it's broken up into these uh nine different categories the bagua chart and you can see like what what part is relationship what part is success what part is family what part is health and kind of work through that in the space that you're in to really call so she came into your home and walked around can i get her name because i've moved in two years ago i have no furniture yeah absolutely yeah oh my gosh you're i'm working to be obsessed with that but right now i'm ready in the new year i'm like doing it so i've been thinking i need feng shui yeah megan wallace james is her name she was probably one of my most favorite discoveries we've had this year and then it's like the shui of your life like computer shui like I'm holding on to like all these old files I don't need or like shower shui like how many shampoos do we need and it's just all about just like cleaning the slate relationship shui like get the people who are dragging you down out of there let's talk yeah I I think this makes so much sense because I often think about that like when you walk into a room you can feel when something's not right and we do often talk on the show about like if you are single for example making your room welcoming to welcome someone else if they come in and you've got your bed against the wall one night stand like not enough room you just have two nightstands either yeah. side and just set it up in that way but god i'd love to the bedroom yeah, she says amazing. my favorite thing bedroom needs to be for two things sleeping and sex yeah and I nothing else like no tech no and once you clear everything out like it really holds space for sleeping and sex yeah you know? exactly like what else is there supposed to be to do in the bedroom okay i find that fascinating yeah and it's also just like energetically i know like when my house wasn't in order and i knew things I knew if I, even if I'd put them in a closet, I knew they were there. I'd go into my house, I'd bring someone in and I'd be in that state of like, 
weird shame even yeah. though I wasn't saying it it was definitely an energy that I was carrying and now I'm like come into my room look right. at how there's nothing here like there's eucalyptus in the corner and it's all pink and it's like let's get to it do you want to sleep over and have sex right? yeah perfect <laughs> no, because I, like, I don't know if you should come over like it's okay like I'm I had having weird a lot stuff. of energy blocks around my house same yeah. thing and I and I would be, keep thinking I need someone who knows space because to me I know what's wrong I even just turned my couch the other day because I do have a couch but I'm getting rid of it. That's all I have. <laughs> but I thought this opened up the whole room. I feel better. Like energy was flowing and I yeah. was like, it felt tight and constricted. So that is really cool. I it's love incredible. that. What was the one for you too? Was it fun, the feng shui? Oh, I mean, I'm such a big fan. I love feng shui for sure. That's, um, been really helpful it's hard for me to pick there's because so there's so many prp facials i love oh i love them I love too the i just did that that's really cool yeah i mean wow because i'm i like i don't want to look old obviously but i also like have a thing against i like i'm a, i'm scared to get botox again i got it when i turned 30 because i was in a panic right <laughs> and then i got it once more because i was in another panic and now i'm just kind of like not trying to do that so i'm trying to find other ways to keep up with the young looking Joneses of Los right. Angeles. You look, both look fabulous. Thank you. I have so retrograde to Botox. So yes. <laughs> I'm also because I have like an eye issue and I'm afraid that if I put poison on my face, I'm just like, I'm trying to not irritate anything right. in my system. So PRP is amazing. Yeah, it's true. Um, I think numerology is very fascinating. Yeah, it's I love that too. Sister friends with astrology. We've had that done together too. Yeah. And that's really our interesting. Our first episode at the top of the year runs through all the numerology okay. of so we can all we can check that up. We're curious because what yeah. I'm curious that people listening like, oh yeah, I, I don't really get all this stuff, but it sounds interesting. What you guys do on your podcast is like you're learning along with everyone else, yeah, and you're actually on the journey and you break it down and you guys are real and you're funny and you're yeah. cool chicks and you're like, this is what we got, what we didn't. So you're honest about yeah. it. So it's not like someone's has to be like, oh, it's all woo woo, right? Like, we uh, really try to ground it in like conversational banter so that. Um, and people can just take the information that works for them and try something and put it down. And we say we like to provide the information so everyone can build their own toolkit. So there's absolutely no one size fits all. We don't preach like you must meditate, but we will talk about the scientific benefits of meditation and have the leaders in the space on to communicate all of that. And like if that inspires someone to try it, that's really all we really aim for. Right, you're not like pushing down their throat, but hopefully they'll pick up like just like on the sec on this podcast we cover so many things about sex. Exactly. Like one day they're gonna want to be ball gagged and right. Like and I know they're... about anal sex from your show, but like I haven't needed to throw that in my toolkit right. just yet. But if it does come <laughs> along, you'll be like Emily says, go slow, breathe slow, and use lots of lube. I know exactly the type of lube to use. <laughs> exactly. So it's like all in the toolkit. You so will we're be leaving with more lubes today. FYI. Yeah. We're basically the same show. Emily. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we are. <laughs> Don't let the away. moon fuck you too hard in the yeah. ass. Is what I always say. <laughs> <laughs> is that your sign off yeah <laughs> I love it um, but no I, I love that it is kind of true because you're breaking down this whole because everyone knows everybody knows now if you've been living on planet earth for at least the last 10 some odd years you should probably meditate they sell yoga mats at Walgreens like the whole wellness health spirituality space is there and I think it's there's a gate people are like gateway that they can't quite or there's a hurdle they're like well I don't really know and I don't really right. so the way you guys kind of feed it they can kind of they choose but what do you think do you hear from people who are like I I want to get into the space I'm not sure what it means for me where do I start with being more enlightened if you will like, well, what does that even mean what I always say to people is just follow your curiosity 
whatever is the most interesting to you, go towards that. Because it doesn't really matter what your entry point is. It matters your connection to the thing that you're looking towards. And there's no shortage of people at this point like touting this information. Like at this point, it's really like mainstreaming in a, in a very real and amazing way. So we're just here being like, do it however you want to do it. What feels good to you? What sounds good to you? Just try something and then that will lead to something else. The biggest thing, the biggest like disservice I think that you can do to yourself is to think that there's a disconnect between you and, and the thing. Because your wellness and your health and your well-being isn't something that is outside of you. You have everything that you need. You just n might need like an assistant of some kind or like guidance. But really internally at the end of the day what we've learned is like really truly all you really need is like water and meditating and you'll be fine. <laughs> and it is true like, though. Like the breath. more we learn, the more we're like, what's our secret? Hydrating and breathing. <laughs> it's like, so true. You we'll don't need a, a whole bunch of you shit. You really don't really Great sleep. to take a sip of water at yeah. the moment. For yes, everyone listen, everyone, yeah. Have you have you had your yeah. 50 ounces and you or know, whatever? It's, it, it's come about in an interesting time where our health, on like a macro scale, we're not supported by our government. No. Like it's, it has completely turned our back on supporting our health. So it is, imperative that we all take it into our own hands and yeah. so if we can be the tiniest part of introducing people to information the tiniest part the tiniest you little tiny cute people <laughs> can you talk about that more sure. about our government and what you mean by that i'm assuming a healthcare well, system healthcare system yeah. is is impossible and if impossible. you are even trying to look out for yourself there's the languaging and the hurdles of for just even signing up for covered california like it just is not clear and i will say that the way that medicine is structured now in that in that system is that they're treating the symptoms and not the cause yes so say you're depressed which i'm sure a lot of people are depressed yes. they're gonna say not at this moment but I right but we we're living <laughs> in a it. in a time depressing. when a lot of people are are yeah it's a depressing time but depression stems from other things besides donald trump besides the economy it's not just about the external thing that's a side thing but so you're depressed they're like oh we're depressed hold on we have like this fucking booklet of all these pills you can take to treat your depression but what they're not looking at is what's going on inside of your body that might be like adding to your depression your gut health for example is like the first thing that you should look at if you're depressed your second brain is in your gut it's like well documented all the research is calling your gut your second brain like 90% of your serotonin lives in your digestive tract your immune system lives in your digestive tract it's like so much is going on there that to give your brain a pill which we don't even know that much about exactly. as the first line of defense is a mistake that's treating the symptom and not the cause and that's how so much of medicine functions right now yeah i think you're so right and i'm just hearing more about this because i always feel like i've been healthy but i've been hurting the more road i've been going down with like acupuncture and massage i hurt my back so i've had to like slow down this year and be which i think has been a good thing ultimately when you get sick or something happens but i've heard more about this that your gut is your second what did you say your second your second brain. brain and so talk more about that because i was like i was shocked like i i actually had kind of heard it but now i keep hearing it so let's talk about how can people know if their gut's healthy well most people's guts are not healthy exactly <laughs> exactly because we're living in a very overprocessed chemical world um so how do you know if your gut's unhealthy? Let's see. Um, I mean, going skin. to bath the bathroom regularly is a number one indicator. But obviously. but what is your poop? What does it look like? Yeah. Mm. How does it feel when you do it? 
is it solid is it what's the color like it's gross to talk about and it's like probably not what people want to hear but like your poop is like a weird tell of it is. obviously the inside of your body there's that then like what's happening with your skin what's happening with your energy levels do you have brain fog i mean these are all symptoms of an imbalanced gut is you, are you really gassy are you cramping does it hurt when you eat certain things is it burning like it's not hard to tell that something's imbalanced but i know so many people that will like eat something it'll hurt they do it every day and they take a tums right every day and right. it's like you're every fucking day. yourself exactly up. we're in california okay. we are so lucky like i literally drive past you know 16 pilates studios eight acupuncturists wellness there's five whole foods like we are lucky we live here in the space where it's everywhere but if i'm in michigan elizabeth and i both grew up in michigan michigan or you're in arkansas or you're in florida and and it's not as like what what kind of work where would you start if your doctor's saying take a pill, is this accessible? Can you find this kind of help if you're not in California or, you know? You I, can empower yourself. Yeah, I think there's more and more um, resources available to us that um, is that it was interesting. At South by Southwest, two or three years ago, went during tech, you can kind of always see like what trend is happening. And the biggest thing was health and health apps and all of these different things as a direct response to the fact that everyone was feeling so failed by the way our health systems were set up and so this now you know that being a few years ago is now trickling down so there's a lot of different apps i think a lot of the insurance companies are getting hip to the more natural um Offerings a lot of insurance companies a little are bit. covering acupuncture and chiropractic and a lot of doctors too have been failed by the systems that are supposed to support them so they're turning to kind of a 360 approach and so I think it, it's it's a slow burn but it is going to be it is turning around in its favor and the fact that we're just the access to information is there to somebody who maybe didn't feel like a family medicine doctor is really giving them the full their full mm -hmm. uh, diagnosis or, or help they need. A naturopath is always a sound investment. Get your poop tested. Get a yeah. blood plant panel. So that's what I was gonna say. Is you I have, went to a you have to ask for those things. Yeah. Though is the thing. Like a lot of times, a doctor won't say, "Oh, let's test your poop. Let's test your blood." They'll just give you like the basic rundown. It's interesting. Your Western like, doctor will do that. Yeah, yeah. And, and the American just the basics. The basics and the American system of reading your blood is also like they won't tell you something's wrong until you're like really sick. Right. So there's like this whole level in between like what's thriving and what's like you're very ill and there's a middle ground where in america they'll say like you're fine right but you're not so yeah. you have to ask for these tests you have to have them read by someone who is a naturopathic doctor but literally like a poop test any doctor can run it and they can tell you oh you've been eating eggs and you're allergic to eggs you're yeah. you have a dairy sensitivity wherever you live you could do that, that. is available Asking, and that's the thing we have to take yeah Take initiative with your That's doctor and ask them. Exactly. Yeah, no, that is that is such good advice. And also, like, I, I don't think, I mean, this might be making an assumption, but I'm pretty sure no matter where you live, there's there's some kind of natural clinic, acupuncturist within 100 miles yeah. of where you live in America. Like, I probably could say that with, like, 90% certainty that they're around. Yeah, they are around. You just have to look for it. Yeah. It's not so, it's because you're right. South by Southwest is a great indicator. But yeah. that is where a lot of, tech and trends that's where it kind of gets set every mm -hmm. year the conference in austin if you haven't been we were there but we missed each other we did like a day. and can i plug one thing too of like course. if you're someone who's like oh i don't know where to start there's no whole foods or natural grocer near me um and i don't know what what to do or where to buy like i would say two things like try an elimination diet if you're eating something regularly that's that's hurting your body 
try to eliminate each food group over the course, like say like, okay, I'm not gonna do dairy for the next three weeks, so I feel, if that doesn't do anything, okay, I can have dairy, I'm not gonna do grains for the next three weeks, so I feel, maybe, okay, that's fine, I'm not gonna do nuts. Like, you, your body, you need to treat your body like it's your own science experiment. And then you can order good food on thrivemarket.com. That's true. Yeah, we're huge Which is fans. an incredible What's resource. What's your code? Do you guys Retrograde. Are... Thrivemarket.com. <laughs> I love Thrivemarket. They used to be my sponsor, but not anymore. So no, it's cool. Right? So, but I, they're amazing. They, no, Thrivemarket use code Retrograde. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't even saying that to plug our oh, thing. but I don't mind if you do. <laughs> but I, I just think that people should know that there's them. that just because you're not around a, a Whole Foods or something doesn't mean that you're outside of what's possible for you in terms of healthy options. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with more Elizabeth and Stephanie. So you all know that everyone here at Sex with Emily loves the womanizer, but no one more than producer Jamie. It's it's kind of an obsession. You think? I mean, you sleep with it under your pillow. Yeah. I mean, is that bad? No, it's awesome. I mean, Jamie, you know this. Some might say we have the best jobs in the world because we get to take all the new models home. We try them out. We review them. And not so long ago, we did bring home the Womanizer Premium, which somehow, I don't know how they do it. They changed the game again. I know. Every time, I think there's no way that it can get better. And it does. And the premium is basically everything I love about the Womanizer already, but it's got a bunch of amazing new technology and it just makes it so much better. Right. Okay. Hang on. Let's pick our favorite new feature. I mean, it uses the same pleasure air technology to indirectly stimulate the clitoris with those pulses of air pressure. Love them. It does. It feels like the best oral sex of your life, but there's no actual licking. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. And it has that little round silicone a cylinder that goes over your clitoris and the, those air pulses are exactly like exactly what I need. But I'd have to say my new favorite feature is probably the smart, smart silence. silence. Uh, exactly. <laughs> the smart silence is the best. You guys, here's the, the smart silence, it keeps the womanizer silent until you touch it to your skin. So it's discreet and roommates don't hear it. I know. And I have so many Jamie's roommates. Jamie's like 18 roommates that are all dudes. <laughs> right? I mean, it's amazing. So, I don't know. I have to pick something different. I'm going to say that the thing I love, besides the smart silent, is the entire toy is all body-safe silicone. And it just, it's like luxurious to hold. I know. It's really nice. I, I really cuddle like with it. it. Okay, Jamie, thanks for sharing my obsession for the Womanizer. Of course. If any of you haven't tried the Womanizer yet, now's the time to see all of them. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash womanizer. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash W-O-M-A-N-I-Z-E-R. We just finished our latest survey, and since last year, the percentage of you who use lube frequently went from 48% to 63%. This made me so proud, because you know I want you guys to have a lube on every nightstand. That's my dream. Now, I know there could be some confusion when it comes to deciding which kind of lube to buy, so today, let's talk about silicone lubes. They last longer, they're waterproof, and you can use them with condoms without breaking them down which is why I am so excited I get to work with Uberlube. I literally used to stock them for samples at trade shows. That's how much I love their lube. I even gave my producer a cup instead of a whole bottle because I didn't want to give it all away. So anyway, Uberlube gets that high quality silicone is the best option because that's literally all they make. You just have to feel it and you'll know what I'm talking about. It's never sticky or tacky and they even had a touch of vitamin E so you feel moisturized after using it. In fact, You can use it in your hair for frizziness, on your skin for chafing. And side note, 
If you got colorful tattoos, it makes them more vibrant. It's kind of like the Swiss army knife of lubes. Uber Lube is long lasting and waterproof, so you can use it in the bath or the shower without reapplying. Besides the way it feels, let me tell you about the bottle. It's such a clean design in this beautiful glass bottle. Definitely nightstand friendly, which of course I love. Ubalube is really in a class by itself and I want you to try it. So to order yours, go to sexwithemily.com slash Ubalube. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E today. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me on Stars Channel 109, Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash SXM. That's sexwithemily.com slash SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there. When I went to see my Western doctor about my back, for example, and I told her that I was going to see... I said, well, I think I'm going to do acupuncture and I'm seeing that. She's like, well, supplements don't work and that we that's not proven. And it was like cedars. See, no. but then that's the thing. It's like, so who are you looking to, not to get like political, but like then you're looking to the FDA and the FDA is clearly not steering us on the right track 100% of the time. So if something isn't FDA, quote unquote FDA approved, like that to me personally is like, so yeah exactly and that the FDA is <laughs> what is FDA approved things that are and literally killing our society and like well, how I guess I would ask you like when your doctor said that how did you feel when she said supplements don't work what was your like I internal like, read my internal read was like I've been seeing this naturopath in Burbank schlepping there and 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 he's I know that it's helping me he read my blood work so differently than you did but I had to go in because I slipped a disc and I just had to go through the motions yeah. so she could recommend that I go see a physical therapy I mean right. I just listened to her going I knew you'd say that and I'm sad for you so that's the thing and that's I think something that's really challenging I didn't even try to change her mind she knows and that, you like, shouldn't but what I'm saying is just to, to, to be in your own personal power of saying like I'm trusting my internal read versus like you as this like so-called authority figure I think is very difficult. I've been in a position where I've had to like stand up to doctors before and it's so challenging because we give them this power. And it, as it, I guess on some level we should. Yeah. But because the paradigm is shifting of these kinds of things, it really does come down to your intuition and you being like, I don't think what you're saying is correct. Right. In fact, I know what you're saying is incorrect and I need to trust myself more than I trust you right now. Right, and trust my gut. And that's yeah. why if you have a healthier gut, exactly. which, guys, that's a real thing. When yeah. people say trust your gut, there's a reason. We have our intuition mm. center lives there. Like we, we know most of the answers. Yeah. We truly do and most of what we know all that we need is inside of us already. Yeah. In many ways. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> okay, so what about retrograde? I needed to ask you guys because I know that's your thing, but like, is that real too? Mercury and retrograde, is that really going to, because we always joke, everyone does, oh God, my cell phone, I lost it, it cracked. What does it really mean? Mercury retrograde. Talk the astrological and I'll, I'll talk the avoid things you should avoid. Okay. Because so, I did just find this article I was going to talk to you about all the things for the new year. I'm like, I don't understand the retro. Should what, we care about that What article? Too? Something. How each planet's retrograde will affect you in 2019. Okay. Right. Well, here's the thing about that. Where, did, where is that article from? Uh, your tango. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I'm sure they're great people. Um, so 
actually in 2019 we have a pretty chill that's what it year says. as far as retrogrades are concerned 2018 was a very intense year of retrogrades we had gigantic yeah. planetary retrogrades mars and venus which okay so okay so explain the retrograde here we go retrograde happens is a phenomenon that happens to every planet in that basically the the energy of the planet slows to so it's not it's not creating the same energetic field around it so the way that it relates to us on earth and our in our bodies that are made of water and all that shit changes it looks like it's moving it looks backwards. like it's moving backwards but it's actually not moving backwards it's just changing speed okay i, I guess yeah, yeah i get speak. it i get it yeah so it, kind of like when you're going by a car and it like you know how that happens when you it looks like the car is standing still yeah. but it's yeah you're just passing uh-huh. it it's I'm like totally that getting it. okay so mercury the planet itself is the ruler all the planets rule different archetypes and um energy forces so okay. mercury you, and you're a gemini mm-hmm. which is ruled by mercury which is the planet of communication yeah here we are hey okay. i'm in the right place thank god <laughs> right job so yeah exactly gemini's love to speak not to throw this into the mix but donald trump is a gemini and that's why he, he can't is. stop tweeting because he's <laughs> he's he out of really fucking control yes oh god kanye west is a gemini can't shut the fuck up doesn't know how to stop talking like those are shadow dark aspects of being a gemini you're in a good positive oh, light god. gemini but these are things that we see with signs where it's like if there's some sort of imbalance it will go off the rails so mercury's ruling communication and such technology and transportation so that's why it's like my I phone like my car up. so that's really true we should pay attention to that but yeah. thank god in 2019 and, but mercury will go retrograde every year so that's the one planet that every year goes retrograde and i will say when? for all those it's four times a year wheeling okay. and dealing out there try to avoid signing contracts during a retrograde um Unless some, if the if the deal has been like a long time in the works, it's okay. But re- recommended not. And we've at times we've been like we need to wait till it's out of the retrograde, and they say okay. Yeah, they <laughs> do. maybe it's because we're in LA, it's but, it's but brand, so, right? in LA they're like, of course. See, I really am so obsessed with the retrogrades too because what it think of the word retrograde? It's like a reword. So right. all of the words that start with re, like revisit, review, revise, like all of these resolution, thi- resolution, all these things that have to do with re come up during the retrograde depending on which planet is in retrograde. So like this la- this last year we had Venus retrograde for many months, which is like the planet of love and the planet of relationship, the planet of beauty. one-to-one interactions, the planet of beauty. So there was a lot of things happening and I'm sure you saw this on your show with like a lot of deep relational issues coming up with people that was like more than just the surface of what's at hand. Like maybe things were being triggered from like their past yeah. because they didn't deal with something 20 years ago and all of a sudden it's back because they never dealt with it and the Venus retrograde is going to be like we're reaching back and we're going to say you got to fucking deal with this issue or you're not moving forward in your life in this way yeah and that's true for all issues that we don't deal with yeah. see I just talk about it and like if you haven't dealt with something like trauma or anything that's happened to you in your past which we all have what I, I always say whatever we resist persists. If yeah. you resist dealing with it, it, it never goes away. Yeah. Reword. Yeah. What? Another reword. Right. Re. Um, but, yeah, but well, that to say like all of these um, with astrology and numerology and all of these things, it just provides to go back to it as another layer of consciousness or a lens to look through to self-assess. And I think that that's really the well thing said. that's so cool. It's like, okay, like 
I'm I'm more always a little bit more on the skeptic side of things, but if it gives me an opportunity to look and evaluate my life, look at my relationships, look at my day, look at my month ahead, look at my year ahead with like a deeper sense of knowing and consciousness, like that is such a beautiful thing to bring into your days. Right. So you kind of take what you like and leave the rest, as they say, from different modalities. Is there anything that you were so psyched about and you're like, this is bullshit as far as any of the things that you studied or learned? You don't have to mention names. I would say that... I have a little bit of a chip on my shoulder about psychics. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I don't think that that it's real. I think that there is a lot that can be gleaned from someone who's highly intuitive, which is what a psychic really should call themselves. Their gut's clear. Highly intuitive Mm -hmm. people. We are not fortune tellers and we're not going to predict your life's narrative. We live in a free will universe where everyone makes choices and that is how things move forward and that's how we affect things. Mm But an intuition is is interesting and cool and you can have yourself reflected in that way. But anyone that tells you this is what's going to happen, this is who you're going to meet, this is what they're going to look like, all that kind of thing just based on like nothing, their intuition, their psychic thing, I can't with you. Okay. Also, okay. I, I'm no, like, no. I'm firing my also, psychic. Also, what I can't do is people, and we see this a lot, and no shade, all love, obviously, but anyone who has like celebrity blank in front of them, like I celebrity hate. psychic, oh. celebrity astrologist, it's like you don't have to say that. No, and I, it and only I'll, makes you not a celebrity. A lot of people do that. Oh, and they'll that's, write down like yeah, on their Instagram that's like the celebrity thing. or like, like an oppressed kid I don't or whatever. Know. It yeah. feels so like you get it. Yeah, it feels right. like '90s to me. Well, and you automatically discredit yourself because once yeah, you become like, like a celebrity psychic, can you imagine you don't your biggest say nightmare? That. Oh my a celebrity God. psychic, goodbye, done. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like, that is just before you even walk. I in just the door. think it's dangerous and irresponsible for you to put something into somebody's head, and then now like someone's like, "You're gonna meet a man, and he's gonna look like this, and he's gonna do that, and he's gonna be from here." And then everyone else that I meet, if I like them, I'm like, "Well, you're not that guy." And then I'm missing out on real life experiences because some random fucking person no, I right. gave my power away to told me that he's mm-hmm. gonna wear a business suit and be from Florida or whatever. Right. Exactly. No, I've had those experiences. So what have you been doing with psychics? I'm like, that is not true. Why didn't they tell me the black? Wi- I went to the psychic like right before I got bit by a black widow two years ago, and I thought the psychic was amazing, and I kept listening to it, and I was like. Couldn't she saw all these things? She didn't see the black widow that yeah. ended up in the hospital for a week. Yeah, oh, I mean that's and a big thing. Done. That's big. Yeah, you could, could that, that could have killed you. Any yeah. other thing that was going to happen? Yeah. So okay, so my question then is, what do you think? How has the show helped both of you personally in your personal lives from what you've what you've learned or like in relationships? Say like a, you're single, right? Stuff you're dating. Single till I dating. die. No, I was kidding. <laughs> but like okay. anything, like do you look at even your relationships? Per, how has it affected your personal life? All these year, three years now yeah. of interviewing experts. Do you feel like how have you guys changed? And how does that mm. manifest? How what does that look well, like? Well, there's it's twofold. One in that we, on like a, a larger scale, we our our journey, our health, our everything we do in this space with wellness and consciousness, like we talk about it so it holds it to a higher standard and it becomes paramount and I would say when we started the show we were interested in things but I certainly wasn't living my best health and certainly wasn't on the road that we're on now where I'm really open to anything whereas before I I think I came in with more of a skeptic hat and then you know and on the other side of it is doing something we love and something we created from an idea and having it grow steadily and expand and have a community around the show expand like uh 
they always say that um you know to to have confidence you got to impress yourself mm-hmm. like that's the key to self-confidence who's, who's they dr laura says that oh okay. <laughs> oh god she's dr laura i know um, they say, so i savage. think that i have become a lot more confident in myself i think that it has to do with a doing something i truly truly believe in and adore that's one side of it and also being really focused on feeling great so like those two things combined have brought me into a place of like i think i'm a great friend and a great partner and really good at my job because i have all these little components working in my favor with not without challenge but that's kind of like this show because it is so health focused and wellness focused and mindfulness focused like you like being on my game is primary it's a good answer I love it, and I and I think you guys and I and I'm impressed. You guys Aww. are doing great work. Really, you started this podcast. And you've you have events and people come and they love you. And I've not been to one yet, but I want to. But I, I've seen it on the, on the Instagram, and I I feel like you guys are doing great great work. Thank and you're, you. You're, you're funny our podcast and adorable. Mom. I want to. Oh, I am your <laughs> podcast mom. <gasps> I said you guys go over. Hang on, anytime. It's so fun. Can I add to what she just yes, said? Yes, of course. You have to. You're the next question. Oh, you're good. The next, it was to you as well. Oh, perfect. Wonderful. I thought yeah. we were. We were no, no, we're no. One, we're like conjoined then, twins. I just, wanted, I, just to, yeah. I just wanted to say that I was impressed. Too, uh-huh. or, Thank you. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, but now it's your turn. I'm impressed, too. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say, because I don't don't really think of it as, like, impressing myself as much as accepting myself. I think that's that's more what the show has given me tools to get closer to. I can remember being a child and never doubting myself and always being confident, always just, like, knowing who I was. And then, you know... The world is is constantly trying to guide you in ways that take you away from yourself. And all of these practices, whether they be spiritual or whether they be just practical things like exercising and sweating or just things that are normal everyday things have just led me to a place of being like, okay, I am this human in this body with this soul and this mind and this heart. What can I do every day to take care of this body, this being, in order to live my most fulfilled life for me? That's a good answer. I just think I love it. So, what yeah. is it that you're doing every day? Like, what could we glean? What would be some things to to, to start? If we want to start on a path like this, like, are you? You said sweating. Do you guys yeah. go to that sweat place? Shape we House. Love we go. Yeah, yes, I want to go to Shape House. You. Okay, you've not you. been. No, but they keep. I want to go. You we're have to go. It's so. How fun. often do you go? Like twice a week. Stop. Yeah. Okay. And you just sweat for an hour, right? Yeah. yeah. Or what, do lymphatic drainage, which is you put on this like suit that's like a compression suit and it lymphatic drainage is so hot right now. Guys, can, it, can, we do, can we do it there? <laughs> yeah. So the best can we Because usually we get manicures when we've gone yeah. out. But yeah, I, yeah. I, that would be way more effective. You can totally. lymph drain and lymph then drain sweat. and then sweat. And then that's like, like two the hours. dream day. And you, what do you feel after from LA. sweating? Like I have a steam shower at my house. Detoxing. I, it's just you. Also, your heart rate goes up a bit. Like you're just like really wringing out whatever shouldn't be in there. Yeah. Steam showering is incredible. How have I not gone though? Yeah, I want to go back. We're in. It's okay. a different thing. So is that what you're? Do you guys? You're meditating every day. I know it's hard every day, kind of thing. I do meditate every day. It took me many years to get to that point, but I kind of think I hacked the system. Would you? How did you and hack it? And by the it? system, I mean my own self and resistance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I do it before I get out of bed. I know that's like sounds no, obvious. that's exactly what you're... But I wake up in the morning, I sit up while I play with my dog for a second. Even if I look at my phone before, it doesn't matter. I've tried to do the thing where I don't look at my phone. That's challenging. I do it sometimes. I don't do it other times. I try not to be too hard on myself about that. Right. It doesn't matter. 
But after five or 10 minutes, I'm like, all right, f- this phone's going to suck me in. You know when you look at your phone yes. and then like all of a sudden it's 45 minutes and you've done jack shit and you've yep. lost your whole that was morning. I feel horrible about that. Yeah, no, it's not same. a good feeling. My mom called mm-hmm. Michi. I'm like, I'm not, it's like, there goes my day. Yeah. So just make sure that before you really let yourself get carried away into the phone, you give yourself, I do, 11 minutes and 11 seconds. Because <laughs> I'm trying to sync with the magic of the universe. Yeah. Um, that but, portal. You know, that portal, that magical yeah. portal. But... And I just sit up and set my timer. And for me, silent meditation is is good. For some people, they need to do a meditation track, maybe some music, whatever you right. need to like get yourself in the focus zone. Do it before you get out of bed because there's something about getting out of bed and seeing your house and, and suddenly you get yeah. ramped up into the day that that little moment of taking care of yourself becomes less and less and less important the farther you get away from that instant realization that it's the most important thing. So that's no, my I'm hack. No, I'm totally with you. It's a, it's a great hack. In fact, it reminds me of a hack. I think I think it was Deepak Chopra mm. told me. Me and Deepak. Directly. No, I'm kidding. Deepak Chopra. <laughs> when, when, Deep, when Dee and I were out for coffee. No, I read it somewhere. And he was like, this is the secret. And he said, RPM, rise, pee, meditate. Love. So he's like, poop? He's like, wait, can I? Or, or poop, or poop in, in an ideal and then send morning. it to your doctor. Yeah. Yeah, twofer. <laughs> yeah, but it's like rise to meditate because it's more like, can I get coffee? No, rise to meditate. Can I call my friend? No, and then it's kind of like it's the same thing. Yeah. So and that helped. That helped me too. That was my hack too. Yeah. Haven't been as great the last few weeks, but I get on pass on and off. But and mostly I do. Sometimes it's okay to get off your habits. I think sometimes when you get out of your practices is when you really realize how much they've been helping you, and that's just as much an important part of the journey as doing them as being like wow, I took that for granted and that's something that is a non-negotiable for me and knowing what your non-negotiables are is really important because it's for you, not for somebody else. Exactly. Yeah, and I'll add to that um, for both of us, journaling in the morning is really helpful. We subscribe to morning pages of just you know doing a brain dump. Of do you handwrite it? Mm-hmm. Do you do three pages? I don't, every morning I don't do that. I mean, I keep my journal next to me when I meditate yeah. and I'll just write shit down and yeah. however much time I have or whatever, but there's sometimes when I'm like, why well, do have to do three pages because some shit is working yeah. through my mind. For me, like yeah. right now, I've really been trying to force myself back into making it a routine. So it's at least a page. Right. And I try to just like leave it at that. Yeah. And if I'm writing tiny, great. If I'm writing big, it's two. You know, it's like exactly. whatever. But I think, you know, it's really important, I think, to to do the like the first two weeks and try to do three pages every day if you're trying to kickstart some type of like new creative juice. Mm-hmm. But if you're just trying to like skim whatever off the top layer of your brain before you start the day, like it's it is so healing. One sentence and it's fine. But there's just something about that practice for me. Like I'm killing it if I'm meditating and journaling in the morning. One or the other is just as good. Yeah. No, I'm so with you on the journaling. So that's talk more about that for a second because I that keeps coming back. I read um, the Artist Way. Love. So I. In 1992 for the first time. Amazing. And then when I moved from San Francisco, I was six years ago, I was cleaning out all my books and I had four copies of it. They are wow. I, mean, <laughs> I, I kept so buying funny. it, but I never really did. Like I did it when I first got it and I was like, I'm going to write it, I'm going to read it. And then I was like, so the morning pages, I have all of her things. And then recently I got back into therapy because you're never done. <laughs> and she was like, you should try journaling in the morning. I'm like, God damn it, the morning pages again. Don't <laughs> tell me to buy the goddamn book. I gave it away. But there is a lot. And I know that. So I started that again. I got my morning okay. journal and I, not every day, but I do think that it is very, and that's so tangible. Like everyone's got a notebook and don't do it on your 
computer, although no. I want to do that. It's there's something about the pen to the paper yes. and getting it out and being kind to yourself that if it's just a page or three pages, because all day long, whatever, I love how you said skimming off the top. Like whatever's in the brain yeah. percolating when you wake up, get it out. I and love it's the so powerful. The visual of like yeah. the pool that collects the leaves and the junk overnight, and just needing to like skim off that junk of the pool if yeah. your brain's the pool, right? Yeah, no, yeah. you're absolutely right. Those are all really good. It's tools. really helpful. And honestly, every like if just those things, breathing, as we said, hydrating, giving yourself a, a little creative outlet to just like work through whatever's going on in your head. Everything else is just like you know, cake. I love it. And Icing. what those things do, I think, more to the point is that journaling is getting you fully cognizant of yourself. That's, I think, a lot of the problem with people is that they aren't in touch with themselves. And so that when there is, a, even if it's like a stomach problem or, or a health problem, they don't even realize it because they're not connected to their own self. So if you're writing in your journal, like, because, you know, you're not controlling what you're writing in the morning pages, you're just a free write. So if you're like, Okay, I woke up this morning. I have a stomachache. I've had a stomachache for the last three days. And then you, you you keep doing that. You're like, oh, I have a stomachache. Like you almost need to see yourself yeah. in front of yourself in order to like listen and respond. Because the again, the world is like, you are secondary to what, what we need you to do. Exactly. Especially, it's so easy to react to the universe rather than be in control of it is what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. That what, So what, that is another great tool that will help us connect to yeah. ourselves because I do believe so many of us are so disconnected from our bodies which is what I often talk about is that like, that's why we think we don't want sex need sex for women masturbation I'm like you gotta do it it's gonna connect you that sexual energy you gotta keep it flowing and we just don't we just assume it's just not part of us and so have you found that like a lot of this stuff has helped like first of all well, back up what do you attribute this disconnection to that you're finding from a lot of people do you think it's more so or Technology. do you think it's the human condition that the phone we're not yeah we're not sitting with ourselves ever, ever. like if you're if, if a friend is 10 minutes late for coffee like what what are you going to do you're going to pick up your phone we had a guest poppy jamie who has an app called happy not perfect on our show and she explained it really perfectly in that 60 years ago before like when people were like moving their bodies for a living yeah. and then people became more stationary. So then people started going to the gym and they started making time in their day to work out because people were no longer moving around as much. Right. Now we're at that part with our brains. Yeah. Like we're not using our brain. Yeah, it's, you have to like, like what you really said not. is so true, the consciousness so to be like, I'm waiting for my friend. I'm not going to scroll Instagram till they come. I'm going to sit. I'm not meditating. I'm just sitting with myself. I'm sitting with my thoughts. I'm observing people walking by. I'm thinking about what's in my head. I'm thinking about yesterday. I'm thinking about tomorrow. I'm engaging with myself and my senses as opposed to immediately. I mean, I truly believe that the phone zaps your hypothalamus. Uh, yeah. I really think that it's like a direct. What's like, a hypothalamus? Stuff. Well, hypothalamus. It's like it's the. That it's your third eye, basically. Yeah. Okay. It's like the the center of your brain that's connected. I was to wondering the, where my it went. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna have the feng shui person. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. help you with that for sure. Jesus, the cell phones—they're toxic. I, I agree with you, and I can't I can't stop. Right, it's, it's outside my room for a while, but then my clock in my room for whatever. But I also up. think. Have you set up screen time on your phone? No. In settings, you can have app the apps turn off. So my <gasps> phone turns off at 1030 and it, I have social media set on. I'm allowed to use it a certain amount of hours a day and it will turn off. You can like add 15 more minutes. 
manually, but for then they the apps go black. It's the most genius thing. I'm so thankful that. What Apple. is it called? If you go into your settings, uh huh, then you it's called Screen Time. I'm gonna show okay. it to you right I'm here. I'm writing it down. Right. Okay. And then you oh, can, and then you set it for all of um, the content that you can and cannot use. Okay, we can't do it now. We're gonna do it after. Tell us we're out of control. Right. Well, no, but it's true because I've <laughs> been noticing fuck? lately when I'm out and about. Like, I went to a car dealer, a car, a car fixture, whatever place. And you know, they've shit. I'm not gonna read their magazines about like Mechanics Weekly. And so there's no magazines. I thought, well, back in the day, you'd just be sitting there. Maybe you talk to someone next right. to you. You'd observe who's coming in. You maybe look at their other cars or whatever's going on. But now you walk in and there was like six people just staring All down. And phone. that's wherever it is, wherever you go. And Everywhere. that's how I used to meet people and used to observe. Now it's like, I feel like life is just passing by. It's because we always have this entertainment. And it's interesting the way you just said this is that we are reacting. We're not creating it. We're just like, this is taking us out of ourselves. We're directly, we're putting everything into this stupid goddamn phone. And it's so convenient and great at times, but it's right. just because it's convenient and great doesn't mean it should be, it's convenient and great all the time. Like it just isn't. And how do you mo- you moderate it? You have to put tools you have in to place. Literally have Apple set it up. But so you have <laughs> downtime app limits, apps that are always allowed. Like you just can kind of like tailor it. And it is probably one of my favorite things of this year to have been able I, to like find I'm, a solution. This is so it's good. Do you guys do like a year end podcast of what you learned this year? Do you? Yeah. We're doing it That's so after retrograde. this with Jeff Ross. He's going to be our guest. Oh, he's fun. Yeah. Funny yeah. and fun. And you're yeah. also a comedian, right? Stephanie, are you still doing comedy? Um, <laughs> just being funny all the time, yeah, right? Yeah. Because you started in fashion, you guys yeah. came together. Yeah. Were you guys best friends before? Yeah. yeah. And it works, see? Because you had the astrologer and all the tools. The like composite chart. You couldn't chart. mess us up. The composite <laughs> chart. Yeah. I'm taking notes. No, it's really, I mean, the next relationship that I get into, I will be sure to do that. Because we're human beings. Nothing is perfect all the time. That's the other thing about all this wellness shit, consciousness, all of this. You're a human being accept it you're not gonna get over that you're not gonna transcend that you're not gonna be perfect everything's always gonna be messed up and fucked up because that's what the human condition so start with accepting that and then we'll move forward so in relationships it's like you know what we're not always gonna get along we're not always gonna see eye to eye sometimes things are gonna be hard and we're gonna have to have shitty conversations but like don't we want to make that as easy as possible yeah, they don't ha- right exactly accepting the fact that life is a series of up and downs i just talked to a friend the other day she was like why is this happening to me again like she got another job didn't work out or something and she's like again things were going so well and i'm like this notion that we have that somewhere somehow someday life is going to always be perfect and there's not going to be maybe even every day or every week something that's going to throw you off and be and, and upset you or, or be like off the track like that that is life. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's the that is the process of the ups and the downs and learning how to navigate and negotiate. But I would say to your friend, get your chart read. <laughs> you're probably bumping up against an issue that you're not aware that you have in your fucking soul. And because you're not aware of it, it keeps biting you in the ass. So let's make you aware of it. And the chart would just tell you that? Like, that's a lot easier. Literally, your chart will be like, okay, I'm going to see my acupuncturist and bring my birthday so we can deliver the chart. Truly, they'll be like, you are someone who, fall, who rubs up against authority. I mean, I don't know. I'm just making that right, up. right, right. So whenever there's a, a thing with authority and you rub up against it, you don't know how to deal with it. So you a- act out in X, Y, and Z ways because of this, that, and the other thing in your chart. Probably because you're someone older telling brother that to you. Yeah, you just be like, oh, I'll never do that again. Right, or you might, but when you do, you'll know. You'll I'm know. Like, I will never do it in the same way in the way that I've been doing it. Okay, that's really you guys. This is all chock full. Of advice, Thanks. I already feel changed just hearing the advice. Stop. But that's the thing about this stuff is that you have to do it. 
Yeah. You have to stick with the plan. And at least, like, you know, if is there anything, I have one more question for you, and then we have actually five questions for you okay. each. Okay. Each, per, each guest has to answer our quickie questions. Okay. Um, I love a but cookie. I love a cookie, right? <laughs> and then my question Meow. for you is, um, is there anything that you said hacking it, like so you could learn to meditate or run a journal? Is there anything that you, because you are talking about a lot of new modalities for people to adopt. Is there anything you've learned about people and habits that hasn't, that has worked? It's, I know it's hard. I, I struggle with that it. That has worked? Or like, I, that, that works. Like a habit mm-hmm. thing. Like I've heard the things about do everything for a minute. Like you don't have to do 10 sit-ups. You could do one sit-up. You could do read one page of a book if you want to read yeah. again. And then eventually you'll add upon that. I think I personally see. for me, it's just my biggest learning curve was um, making space in my day. It was just oh, allowing so there to be time for me to make a meal that will satiate me, allow there to be time to sit down and write in my journal, just like giving space so that I can be places on time. Just like not constant, like just constantly being ahead of myself was just not helping. Right. So I wasn't making room for me to sit with myself for a second. And so just like not over scheduling. I know that sounds so silly no, and tactile, I- but that's just like the, for me, that's the only way that I can stick to a practice or try something new yeah. is making my day clear enough to do that. And mm-hmm. it's not about like not having responsibilities, not having being at work on time. It's about just like, okay, instead of going to drinks right after work, I'll go home and give myself 30 minutes to get to like sit with myself. Yeah. That's really, no, that is clean that, my bedroom or like whatever needs to happen. Right. That's something I, yeah, exactly. That is a great, because when you're back to back, you feel like, yeah, you're getting everything done and that breathe time is important. I've just learned so that as important. well. That's great. Good. Anything for you? I just think stop making excuses. <laughs> Ooh. Is the trick. Like, just get over yourself. Just take, like, a, take if, a hard look. Do your work. If there's Everyone's- something that you feel like you need to be doing and you're not doing it and you find yourself being like, I'm not doing it because of that or I'm not doing it. It's like, no, you're not doing it because you're making an excuse, you're putting something else in the way of prioritizing your shit. And doing the work is not easy and it's not fun all the time and sometimes you do have to be like, fuck, I'm looking over here a lot. What I need to do is take 10 minutes and make myself a meal because that's gonna show me that there's nowhere else I need to be except for right here. Right, that's really good advice because I'm always saying do the work, do therapy, but these are, you guys have definitely presented a lot of different No one is gonna, like therapy's great. I love, I love that we have that available to us. I love that we have all of these things available to us, but at the end of the day, it's you and you alone that's gonna get you where you need to go. And if you find yourself just not doing that shit, that's your bad. Yeah. We all have a- Sorry to be a tough mom. No, I love it, you guys. (laughs) Good mom, bad mom. Yeah, (laughs) I'm the bad mom. (laughs) Okay, thank you guys. I have questions for you. We can go back and forth. Okay. Okay, so- Biggest turn on, Elizabeth. Dr. Laura. Humor. <laughs> More than me, we're on the same network. No, I didn't say that. I'm no, so you're fine. not on the we same network. You I'm booted Dr. Around. Laura. We're on the same network. She's on a different channel yeah. now. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm obsessed with that, by the way. Um, uh, laugh, humor. Humor. For okay. sure, for sure, for sure. Biggest turn on. Listening. Okay, biggest turn off. Uh, biggest turnoff, bad breath. Unkempt fingernails. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, so, uh, biggest deal breaker on a date? Either one, whoever Rude wants. to the waiter. Someone who doesn't ask me one question. Oh, it's the worst. Okay, uh, biggest 
deal breaker. Oh, did Wait, you say that? Turn on. I want to go back. Okay, go back. Go back. <laughs> getting fingered. <laughs> Just kidding. Like being fingered? You're not kidding. Don't even say that. You like being fingered. No, I oh, love it. Oh. Who doesn't oh, love it? I think it's so fun. Right. It's the best. How do they don't finger enough anymore? They don't. They, they don't. do it wrong. They do it wrong. And or, they don't touch your breasts enough. I agree. I, I don't like when guys go straight. They just want a straight fuck. It's like easy or does they it. straight want to give you head. It's like no. Right. It, okay. Oh, great question. Yeah. Side. No. Yeah. Is it okay to have a, call a guy giving head when he's going down on a girl? Yeah. I think because he's it's his head. Yeah. Who says no? My yeah. boyfriend and I were, we got into a debate about it. He's like, no, because it's referring to the head of the penis. I'm like, no, it's no, the it's head using your head. Out. Yeah. No, you're right. I think you could say giving head. I've heard it used both ways. Yeah. I, I also like that it's very gender yeah, neutral. Exactly. Me too. Yeah. Okay. Number one uh, sex tip. Each one of you. Be with the person that you're with. Ooh. Okay. Because no I fuck so many people, mm-hmm. and I find a lot of times people are like doing their moves, and I can tell, I can feel when you're like <sighs> doing your moves, and you're not with me and my my personal body and myself, and like I can feel when I'm being like, look what I can do, versus me being like, I'm learning about you in this moment. Exactly, because no one's paying attention. Yeah, and we're all in our heads during sex, so we're yeah. just trying to fit, pull out our, our move. And yeah, you feel that move. I can feel it hard. Tell I'm like, hello, okay, right. I get it. You do like, this, who, you do that. Yeah, no, so true. I think <sighs> like not getting out of your own way to like feed into like what it is that you really want. Big se- was that your sex tip? Yeah, yeah, yes. like, like I for, for so long just like being afraid to ask, being afraid to say it, and it's like so fun to say it and do it. Guys, also, I find like love if. You're, especially younger guys now that I'm into younger guys <laughs> love when you're like no do this yeah they're like oh my god like well what, you know what you want you're a woman it's like right. yeah I'm not 25 I can be like exactly what you're doing isn't working for me and I like it like that because I think when you get into your 30s maybe and hopefully people listening in their 20s can get it now is that I used to assume that my partner knew more than I did they don't know shit and they don't know anything no and they're so grateful when you give them a little they're like, thank totally. God I don't have to like flail around and try to figure it out. Men are so adaptable in that way. Yeah, they want to their know. Credit. They actually, yeah, to their credit. <laughs> okay, um, a scent that puts you in the mood. Sandalwood. Palo Santo. Palo Santo. Oh, God, I know you guys have an answer that. Okay, <laughs> thank you guys so much for hearing that. So retrograde, uh, Elizabeth Cott, Stephanie Simbari. You have to check out their podcasts. That's so retrograde. And then they are, watch the space because they are coming soon. And we want to come back to talk about fucking. Yeah, we're going to come back and talk about fucking next time, I swear to God. Okay, thanks guys for being here. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. I love it. I'm so happy for you guys. Congratulations. I'm very proud of you. To you as well. Thank you. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. I'll see you in 2019. What a great year it's been, and I can't wait for the next one. Thanks to my amazing team, Ken, Sarah, intern Michelle, producer Jamie, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. You know that I'm all about having a healthy masturbation practice because we all deserve pleasure on the regular. One of the best parts of my job is when you get over whatever's holding you back from trying something new, you listen to my advice and realize how much pleasure and fun sex toys can really be. So let me tell you about Plus One. Plus One is a new brand that's committed to making sex toys more accessible. So what do I mean by that? Well, how about a collection of quality toys that sell for $30 or less? I know, I didn't believe it either until I tried them. And trust me, these aren't cheap vibrators that lack quality. You know me better than that. These are rechargeable, multifunction vibrators made from safe silicone. 
Plus One makes four models, a bullet, a rabbit, a clitoral vibe, and a penis ring. They're covering all the basics. Again, each with a price tag of $30 or less. These are great options, whether it's your first toy or you're just adding it to your collection. Oh, and you know what else blew my mind? You can get them all at Walmart. Yes, Plus One toys are available in tons of Walmart stores all over the country and even online. But you can learn more about them right now by going to sexwithemily.com slash plus one. That's sexwithemily.com slash P-L-U-S-O-N-E.